Here we go, kid. Today. We're rolling. We're rolling. I'm here with John. Because Caden's in fucking Europe. Hello. Rapscallion. This the negative 12 studio. <laughs> Coming at you live from the studio by the sea. Some, something like that. Late night talk. <laughs> real talk. Real talk. Cool. So, John... What were we just talking about before you started here? You you have done acid twenty times in the past three years. Uh I wouldn't hold it to that number. <laughs> I've done acid a few times. More than me. More than ten. Because I just 10. bought ten and I went through them and then I'd done other people's before that. Is it do you leave a gap for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the gap do you leave uh between sessions? Anywhere from like a week to a number of months. A week, so you'll yeah. go like a, you'll do acid once a week. I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a routine. What do you expect to get out of it? Uh, you know, in really optimistic times, I expect to like find God or something. I'm not even kidding. Interesting. I expect to like find some uh, some real shit. But then other times it's just like you're drinking with the buddies and some acid comes out and you're like, oh yeah, we're going to be weird as fuck for six hours. Yeah. Totally. I think it's worthwhile though. I recommend it. Have you ever done it by yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. Doing acid by yourself? Yeah. Is that like, a, that's got to be really trippy. It's, um, I've had good times and like, uh, you got to bring your own energy, right? If you don't have like the right energy and you go into it it's just going to be a shitty time hmm. like i did a uh, little bit when i was on the job hunt earlier i was like i'm gonna just do a little acid and have a good day while i'm handing out resumes okay <laughs> it was fucked dude you're handing out resumes doing acid well i didn't hand out any resumes that day <laughs> that was the plan i ended up walking around downtown vancouver just like feeling shitty that i didn't have a job it wasn't good right yeah yeah where were you looking for a job oh fuck was this prior to the job you have now yes okay. this was in this was in march when i just moved oh that's just look i was actually a lot more ambitious than i was hunting some like high-end editing jobs and stuff that i was not going to get where'd you move from oh just from my parents place in north van Oh, to like yeah. a different... You yeah. live by yourself now? Yeah, yeah. With uh, some roommates. Okay. How many roommates? Four. You had to think about that? Yeah. Well, three three on my floor, one upstairs, and then two downstairs. Hmm. But I basically interact with four because we share like a kitchen. Hmm. So you had intentions of finding a video editing job even back in March. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that's you That's the dream, dude. That's right. And then you decided you wanted to take another class. Yeah. Is that because you thought you need more skills to find a job like that or do you <laughs> yeah. think like you had the abilities and the it's more about the certification would get you the job? Ah. Uh, Less about that you didn't you lack the skills. Bit of both, bit of both. Okay. I think you do need to flash certificates sometimes mm -hmm. 
I think what you were saying before, though, um, that the portfolio might even be more important. Yeah, just like forcing yourself to complete assignments. Yeah, because it's an art. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that's the class is like pretty bare bones. It's like a night BCIT part-time course. Right. So, like, you go there and he talks for an hour and then gives you shit to do. And, like, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I support BCIT. <laughs> Negative 12, uh, proud sponsor of BCIT. <laughs> <laughs> the official radio station of BCIT. So, ca- so Caden goes to BCIT as well, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Do you ever see him around? No. Why not? I don't know. Different class times or yeah, something? I have I have one hour out of a week. That oh, okay. There. And like, I don't know any of the buildings or anything. I know only where my class is. Hmm. Yeah. But I, I pass him on the SkyTrain going out there sometimes, so maybe he's just coming from class. Hmm. Yeah. What's he in, though? He's just in, like, the general broadcast version? Yeah, he's trying to do uh, behind-the-scenes kind of broadcasting things. He sent me a link to one of the videos he's worked on. It looks like just local news. Yeah? Yeah, he's doing local news. with Like, university students are doing local news, and he's doing, like, like he changes, like, whenever the video, like, changes to another person or, like, I don't know, he pushes buttons behind the scene. I don't really get it. Like, he's, like... He'd have to explain He it. cuts between cameras, maybe? Yeah, stuff like that and other stuff. Okay. And other stuff, yeah. I don't know what that job's called. I'm not in that scene. But that's what he does. Hmm. He's a little techy like that, but also, like, doesn't want to get in front of the camera himself. I think he'd be cool. He's a funny guy. He is. Uh, I did... Uh, I helped work on Preston's film, which Caden starred in. Caden was one of the lead performances as a villain. He starred in the film? Yeah. He, um, what did he make fun of? I think he made fun of someone's shoes. And then he gets into a fist fight with them. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Caden is the last person I'd expect to get in a fist fight over anything <laughs> insignificant. Well, it's a character. Right. That's but it was believable. A class actor. Wow. Yeah. Masterclass, huh? Yeah. Um, I see this footage. Yeah, so do I. I did the sound on it. Okay. And Preston's too lazy to assemble the film for us to see. I don't know this Preston. Oh, okay. He's um, he's an he's another masterclass series, a masterclass director. Oh, I only okay. work with the finest people, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, I think he's been sitting on that one for like six months or something. I did. I was supposed to record sound like every time they clapped, but I was having too much fun with the shotgun mic, and I was just recording for like twenty minutes at a time while they were setting up scenes. Okay. So I think I may have uh, had something to do with him shelving the project. <laughs> <laughs> the audio sucks, and you can't. Uh, that's it, man. It's like the most important thing. The audio's there. I think the audio might suck. I'm not a sound guy, but I couldn't Except- help myself from just. Because a shotgun mic, you can, like, pick up someone talking, like, halfway down the street. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is sitting around oh, like, yeah. fucking with the camera, and I'm just eavesdropping at, like, an extreme distance and recording it all. Right. So he just has a lot of garbage to sift through. Oh, yeah. You gotta... Yeah. Fuck. That sucks. <laughs> you either have to completely cut out the background noise or 
you can, or the audio is no good. Yeah. No, that's not while we were doing the sh- shots, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was in between. That was in the setup time. Hmm. Yeah. But let's see it, dude. Let's see that. I'm calling you out, Preston. <laughs> We've so, got a. We got drama. <laughs> so, what attracted you to video editing in the first place? Uh, I'm just interested in film, and I think video editing is like you got like the final say. Like you're you're sculpting the story and shit. Oh yeah, the editor yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you can just manipulate so much what you're doing with footage. Like one conversation edited differently can have like an inverse of of what it, of what it conveys. Yeah, it's like movie magic. Yeah, that is the movie magic part where when you if you're there for the shooting part of it, and then you're there for the editing part, it's like that. The what you're getting on screen is nothing like what actually happened. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's and like it, there's yeah. nothing objective about it. So it's very easy to lie to people on the news or whatever. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sketch but when it's, you start seeing. Even it. when I'm editing, when I've done editing before, I'm like tricking myself. Like, there's this weird psychology thing yeah. of like putting one short clip next to another short clip. Like you're juxtaposing these two things, and it tricks me into believing something that didn't happen that way. Yeah. It's definitely. weird. I think, especially with like. I've started to notice in any like two camera interview where it's showing like the interviewer and the other person or whatever like you can do so much by switching out reactions and stuff and you can do so much by like just cutting to an audience reaction when it, that audience reaction could be taken from anywhere <laughs> and you can just sort of create like a consensus for the viewer to latch on to so they're like in agreement with the the spectators or the interviewer or whatever and it's like this might not even been what they were doing at the time i don't know you can just i want to be the puppet master man oh yeah (laughs) if someone's a puppet master i want to be one of them you know (laughs) so that's the editing that's funny shit i also always i was never good at skateboarding i didn't do it for very long but i always loved skate videos oh me too yeah yeah that made me i had some like draw drawn um like attraction to making videos because of skate and snowboard videos for sure yeah same thing just so much fun there like i don't know there's just like the the physicality and like the whatever you want to call it of trying to pull off the tricks over and over and over and you get like the the failed takes and then you finally see them land the tricks really satisfying but there's mm-hmm. just it's like a real playful editing style in those i really like mm-hmm. like the fish Fish, uh, fish oh, lens. Yeah, dude, I love fish. Yeah, lens. I like that shit too. Yep, that's my gimmick. If you see anything I've shot or edited, up, I've got like a fake lens curvature on it. So oh, okay. it looks like it's <laughs> in Premiere, you just do the lens curve like minus fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched mid nineties last night. Oh yeah, how was it? You, did you see it? I haven't. It's actually, it's got some ser- It's got layers. It's not at all what I expected. Yeah. I I thought it would be like almost like a success story of like this little kid who becomes like a sick skater and it's not that at all. It's more just about, it really doesn't have, it's really not about much. It's just kind of about, it's about a lot of things, but the plot 
it's more metaphorical. It's really like because the ending is like I don't know. It just feels like doesn't really like there's like a lot of loose ends. Right. It doesn't conclude much. Yeah, like it's is it's just sort of like a slice of life kind of thing, like steeping you in that culture. For yeah, a yeah, yeah kind of like that for sure. But it was still good. I enjoyed a lot of parts of it, and it made me laugh. And I, it, it, it was very relatable. There was okay. There was this one. There's a couple scenes. I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but as a kid, um, did you ever feel as a kid where someone, maybe like some older kids, are like doing something you're doing something with them and it's like your first time doing this because you're like 10 oh yeah yeah and you feel like this insecure thing to say like this is my first time doing this because they've like they're older and they've done this a couple times and it's like not cool to say that it's your first time right why is that isn't that a stupid thing to feel but this happens a couple times in that movie where they like his friends make him feel not his friends but well yeah his friends but like other kids make you feel bad about this being your first time or you trying new things. Well, he's he's not yet initiated, right? Yeah, a little bit. He wants bit. to be one of the gang. Yeah, he wants to be one of them, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you cool, man? Yeah. But why is it why um is it not cool when you're why does it feel not cool when you're young? To be like, obviously, you're 10 years old. You haven't done shit. <laughs> Why is it not cool to admit you haven't done shit? I don't know. Why do you want to feel like, oh, yeah, I've done everything. I, like, know all this. Like, I can – you like to make people think you have more to offer than you do. Oh, God, I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm doing that now at <laughs> 23. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No one wants to feel like uh, – like a piece of shit, I guess. I don't know. Why does that make you a piece of shit? You're just a kid who doesn't know anything and who wants to try these things with people that like he thinks are cool. Or yeah, like, but you're uncool then. Cause you're you're, un- I don't know. Why is that uncool? I don't know. It's just the way it is. It's like the unwritten rule. You just gotta. You just gotta. Uh, you gotta fake it till you make it. That's right. I think so. Isn't it? I don't know. I felt that way as a kid. Yeah. I don't think that that like if I could do it again I would tell my younger self fuck those kids who think you're not cool because you haven't done something that they've done once they don't know shit they're fucking 10 years old right those kids are not cool they're 10 what cool 10 year old have you ever met <laughs> I met a lot of cool 10 year olds yeah <laughs> when you were 10 when I was 8 when I was 8 <laughs> when you're 8 every 10 year old is cool okay because they know more. Yeah. Or like every 14-year-old when you're 10 is cool. When I was, yeah, when I was like 10, I thought every 16-year-old was just going to beat the shit out of me. Mm. I thought that older kids would just uh, attack me on sight. You got this weird <laughs> paranoia going on. A little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I never really felt that way. No. So, I mean, maybe sometimes, like, it was more like, had less to do with general paranoia and more to do with, like, if I'm in a bad part of town. Right. Definitely had a lot to do with where I was. Like, if I know this area of the city is not good, 
then like yeah like in Edmonton if I was like um like I would when I, even when I was like 16 and I was like dating this girl from the north side uh she would like to go for walks like just in the middle of the night like not like it would be really dark out and I'd be like fuck there's people gonna fucking jump us yeah and it would just be like if we would pass by people they'd be looking sketchy and I'm like what the fuck am I going to do here? <laughs> I was like, these sketchy motherfuckers going to jump me in this random, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Something about walking around at nighttime. Walking around at nighttime <laughs> and not in, like, notoriously sketchy areas. Right. But if I'm walking around my neighborhood, which I'm very familiar with, and I see people, I'm not afraid. I was not afraid of just older kids or just people in general. No, that, but, yeah... I don't think I felt that way. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought like, uh, I don't know. I do remember, Jesus, me and some friends hanging out at like a baseball park. Okay. And then uh, we were probably in like, like grade eight and these fucking younger kids we're trying to beef us and then one of my friends ended up fighting the younger kids and that was just too fucked like that's not your friend fought one of the younger kids <laughs> fought one of the younger kids yeah it was definitely not cool how old were you at the time i don't know maybe like grade six seven or eight and i don't i don't even want to guess how young these kids were it was some bad shit that wasn't cool <laughs> I only. I'm gonna say I didn't. I didn't fight them. Right. I, yeah. That's on record. Yeah. I never thought jumping kids was cool. But it's definitely I, not. I did have some friends I knew who they thought that was cool, and they would try to like. Like this one kid I knew in high school, like tenth grade. He was a pretty good hockey player, and he would fight in hockey too. He. Uh, he it was a party i wasn't even at this party but i knew the kid he beat up because he went to my high school as well and i guess he decided at this party him and his friends who were like next person who walks in the door we're just gonna beat the shit out of him (laughs) just completely random yeah and this kid got fucked like in a bad way like i think you they put him in the hospital it doesn't make any sense they're like i don't even i don't know his family well enough to know why he was like this but he was just he was really tough he had and he was strong i don't it wasn't even yeah something to prove i guess i don't know it's a really tough kid it was weird man but i like that i was friends with him like he wouldn't uh he wouldn't fuck with me just because he thought i was cool yeah that's good yeah (laughs) So I'd like the side I was on there. And, like, I still, I mean, just be considering, like, he, like, if I saw him now, I'd still be, like, really friendly with him. Like, he's, I considered him, like, he was one of my close friends at the time. Um, I just never fucked with, like, that aspect of it, you know? Yeah, I get you. Didn't get it. But didn't call him out on it either. Right. Yeah. Have you ever got jumped? No, I've never been jumped. Never been jumped. What do you define as being jumped? But I like, still don't think I have been. 
just uh, you're walking down the street and some guys try to fight you. No, definitely not. Or no. like take your stuff. No, haven't been robbed either. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, one time, but it's like not something. It was stupid. Uh, one time that I can remember. Um, but yeah, it was just fucking stupid. What? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> How stupid? <laughs> just stupid. Like I was like, it was just like after hockey practice, and these guys run up behind me and like take my hockey stick. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. How old were they? Were they like kids? No, I don't. It's, it's hard like to. I don't. I can't remember. They were like probably maybe a little older than me, but I was like, I don't know, seventeen or something. That's pretty weird. Yeah. That is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was just stupid. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so that's mid nineties. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah, I I would recommend it though, dude. You All should right. uh you should check it out. Yeah, I, I wanted to see it when I first saw the trailer. Um one of my friends who's really into film was uh shitting on it. And uh What's his name? Call him out. <laughs> Sean Ray, I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I respect his opinion, but I also I'll watch it at some point. Yeah. It's worth saying it's on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah. I don't have Netflix right now. Oh, shit, like, dude. I know enough people who do that it's not hard to get on Netflix. Yeah, you should just start sleeping with a girl and then steal her Netflix. <laughs> that works. Dude, I did that for the longest time with this one girl, and then I think she changed her password. <laughs> How long did you have it Months. after you stopped Months. seeing her? Months. <laughs> yeah. So long. I, I mean, had it for so long. It doesn't really... I guess you can have, like, four people watching it once or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was different back in the day. Is you it different have, now? Yeah. Like, now you got to pay per person. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Back in the day, when Netflix came out, one person pays, everyone can use one account. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was still like that. No, it's now you got to pay per person you want to mm. add on. They changed it because it was ridiculous. It was the craziest thing. One person pays $10, and everyone's going to have your account. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. really. I don't really bother with Netflix. I just download everything still. Mm. It's just more convenient. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Spotify of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, Netflix is more convenient. Yeah. Ah, uh, I guess. You got like a shitty selection of like Mel Gibson straight to movies and like <laughs> straight you, to video. It's like almost when there's too much choice, you think everything sucks. That's also possibly true. Maybe yeah. just seeing all those things. It's yeah. Like, I don't know. Get Out's on Netflix now, mm. even though I've seen it already. I like that movie. Did you see Jordan Peele's new movie, Us? I did. Did you? Yeah, I really liked it. I didn't like it as much as Get Out. Oh, yeah. But I did like it. I thought it was a little bit more metaphorical than the first one was, like, very in your face. Oh, Easier yeah, to yeah. read. I don't... You know, Get Out definitely... We know what they're talking about. Yeah. Us, I don't know what... Us was, it's to me... It's more cryptic. To me, I know. That's what I mean. It yeah. was far more metaphorical. To me, it was about immigration. Immigration? Yeah. Please elaborate. Okay. Well, the movie, if anyone hasn't seen him, but yeah. Spoiler. Whatever. I might drop one. I'm not sure what I'm about to say right now, but it's basically uh, there's the other that you kind of neglect. They want in to the, to 
like it's like people they want in your country they're they have a bad life and we're neglecting them and so they're like rising up and trying to bust into your country hmm. and they're just like us they we see them as different than us but they're the exact same but they're also <laughs> they're also like rampaging murderers <laughs> yeah but maybe that's only because we they're they live in such terrible conditions okay yeah and if they were treated better they're forced because to <coughs> violent revolution she, okay because of what about the people that switched now we're spoiling yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the people that switched um she the one who should have grown up crazy grew up normal and the one who should have grown up normal grew up crazy it was attributed to the environment yeah. Which is exactly, and otherwise they would have been the same. So to me, it was about immigrants. It could be. I. I remember specifically they say that the. Like the tethered people are there. Okay, I said I remember specifically, but I don't. Um, the tethered people were there to like. Okay, I don't even remember at all. Now that I think of it, what were they there to do? They were there to. Control people. That's it. They were there to control people. Well, because they, the people up top, control them. Like if you move, they move. But but didn't they say that the people underground were like an experiment in controlling the people up top? Uh. Hmm. Or am I getting this? Mi- I saw it like two months ago or something or whatever. Came I don't out. remember. I actually don't remember how the the tethered people came to be. Yeah. They I just seemed to be always there. Oh, there was tunnels. There was a bit of an origin story about the tunnels and how the tunnels came to be. And then that's where all these people live in these tunnels. The tunnels is like, yeah. The yeah. first thing you see in the movie is it's talking about the tunnels. Yeah, the US. exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought it was a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know what it was saying. I really, I loved the ending shot, the helicopter shot of the line across America. Yeah, that was funny. That fucking yeah. song. Uh, yeah. Uh, Le Fleur by I forget who, but yeah. that's a really good song. Yeah, and uh, I love Tim Heidecker. He was great in it. Mm-hmm. I loved the gag where uh, the chick tells Siri to call the police, and it plays "fuck the police." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's funny. Great Jordan Peele is yeah. funny. He's got some like, and you can oh, tell yeah. even just um how the actors behave. It's like oh, it yeah. sounds like this is coming out of Jordan Peele's mouth. Definitely. Yeah. Like how they're talking and stuff. Like this is how I want you to say it. It's yeah. Like coming off a sketch. What is Keegan-Michael Key up to? <laughs> He's in a new movie. Is it's he? a movie that was being shot in Vancouver with John Cena. Oh, okay. I don't know what the movie's called. With John Cena. Yeah. My friend was working on it, though. Really? Yeah. He said he was sitting, like, he was standing, like, right near Keegan-Michael Key, and he was, like, he just, like, was, like, looking at him, and I don't know what they're doing, but he's just, like, looking at him, like, not really saying much and then he's just like I I said bitch <laughs> and he cracked up <laughs> yeah that's good yeah. I, I love the old uh, Keegan-Michael Key Mad TV stuff oh yeah uh, Coach Coach Hines I don't remember that's too you long don't. ago but I watched a lot of Key and Peele okay yeah yeah that's good shit he was the gym coach in like short shorts and he'd oh, nice, throw his yeah. leg up on the uh, table nice. real high j- just shout people down. It was yeah. good. I don't have any quotes. It's interesting how many people off that show got famous. Off Mad TV? Yeah. 
Who else? Well, Bobby Lee. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy who's like, look what I can do. He's like that little kid, but he's like the adult. He's been in a lot of movies. Not big roles, but a lot of stuff. It's definitely set for life. If you're a big actor, like, and you do one movie and get paid like $10 million for it, why would you ever do it again? Is that is that what they get paid for one movie? Johnny Depp gets $20 million per Pirates. He's done five. Whew. Or something. I mean, at least. Jim Carrey gets $20 million a movie. I think that just, like, proves that money doesn't solve everything. Like, you still get bored. And you're yeah. still like, I'm a human being. I got to do something every day. I might as well get paid $20 million yeah. to do it. That's what is fun to do. But, yeah, it's definitely weird. That is more money than I think an actor should get. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know the kind of work they put into it, but that's a lot of money. I know. For like a year of work, basically. For a year? How long does it take to shoot a movie? A year? More than a year to shoot? Like to edit, sure, it takes a while. Like to make a movie. And depending on the kind yeah. of movie, if it's animation, it might take a little longer. But if it's just acting, people... Dude, how long does a movie take to shoot? There's well, no way it takes so more than... If he's doing a movie like Pirates, like a big movie like that, yeah, do you Pirates. think that's probably the only thing he does in that year? Probably not, because probably maybe has two movies on the go. Right. It's like a $40 million year for you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's too much. I don't, I don't know if anyone needs a salary of $40 million. Well, I mean, those people own islands. They're outrageous. They do. Giant Depp is ridiculous. Yeah. I always think... I actually do think it's funny. There's like... Uh, entertainers and athletes and stuff because i feel like we like them we have a good empathetic connection to them and stuff we don't consider them as part of like the world elite like what the <laughs> fuck 20 million a year yeah dude. this dude is like in influencing international policy most likely like maybe. johnny depp is causing private wars to make his stock go up well he could if he wanted to maybe like if you want like you know leo has very strong feelings about climate change and stuff like that he's trying to use his influence for positive things mm. you have you have a platform when you're that famous people listen to you right but unless you're like sitting on that money in gold bars underneath your floorboards it's probably being channeled into some uh Sketchy shit. Yeah, what maybe. It's. I would just. I mean, you could keep that shit in the bank. You keep ten million in the bank, you're probably making like. I don't know, fifteen grand a, a month just off the interest. True, but interest is. Well, I mean, at ten million interest rates, you're probably pretty good. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some like very high profile investing you can do that gets you a better return sure you know, and i'm sure they have people paid to do that yeah thing. yeah so they don't know about it but their money is being used for whatever i don't yeah. know easy to have a gambling addiction too oh yeah Ooh. you ever play poker oh yeah you like it i like yeah i like texas holding tight yeah. i have a table you have a table yeah it folds out on a table oh nice it may not uh may still have it at my parents house but i have a table yeah we should get some poker nights going man yeah dude it's Let's it's it. it's like a great table it's like a felt table with uh cup holders on it folds out anywhere and i got yeah when when i was working as a tree planter mm. our boss was like a real poker guy mm -hmm. so he had a poker game with a bunch of us and we were betting like trees so we were betting 
work we'd yet to do. Mm -hmm. And he basically cleaned up. So we were all working for him for free. (laughs) 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 It was a bad game to to venture to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He's a good guy. What was tree planting like? You meet any cute girls? Oh, yeah. I've met two girls out here who have been tree planters since I've been out here. Seems like a big deal. It is. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, you get ten cents a tree. Maybe more, right? Maybe more. Yeah, actually, the my my. What would you call them? Coworkers, crewmates, whatever. The guys who are doing the same contract yeah. that I was on last year. I've got like a two and a half cent raise per tree. Okay. And I think it works out to twenty four hundred trees in a day is three hundred dollars in a day. I heard you can make as much as twenty five cents a tree. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Especially yeah. in uh I think BC gets higher prices in a lot of places cuz uh, on the land you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I planted in like the prairies, so it okay. was real flat and uh cheaper cheaper prices. How, what's the most you ever got in a day? $300. It was a 3 well, 3000 tree day. 3000 trees. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it was, it was How many days. trees is that an hour? An hour? I don't know. That was a pretty long day. That was probably almost a 12-hour day. 12-hour day, 3,000 trees in 12 yeah. hours. Our fucking camp, uh, like, the highest record in our camp Yeah. was, and I can't remember now. I don't want to puff it up too much. It was at least 6,000, and it might have been 7,000. So he took home a nice paycheck that day. Dang, 7,000 trees. Yeah, $700, if it was that. I can probably find out pretty quick. Nick Tom. That guy's a fucking savage. He's got two first names. <laughs> he does, dude. That's how you know. He wore like a Vietnamese uh, rice field hat. Okay. Wore, like everyone else was like these like, like you know, you're just dressed grubby all the time because you get to do laundry once a week and you're yeah. fucking working in the bush. He had like, I don't know how, like bright white, clean, pressed fucking clothes. Shit. <laughs> he was a fucking samurai. Planting trees, taking names. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were camping on the block when he did that. So our tents were like in the logging block we were planting, which is unusual. Okay. But um so that means when we were all in the dinner tent eating at the end of the night, we could see him out there still working. <laughs> like, really? He just doesn't stop. <laughs> he didn't stop that uh the funniest image stuck in my head is the next day going to work. Mm-hmm. And him just walking like the most stiff man on earth down yeah. the path. Like, <laughs> like just, he looked like it hurt to be alive. That shit like, fucks you up. <laughs> yeah. And then he probably outplanted me that day too. I don't even oh. know. Yep. Is there lots of dogs on the, uh, in the camp? Yeah, we had, uh, we had two dogs, but, um, when we had like another camp staying with us, I think we had up to like four at one time. How many people are camping with you? Ooh, it changes, but probably about uh, like fifteen to thirty was in our camp. Shit, I can't remember. I could count them off. But Who's cooking? Uh, Cook John. Cook John. He's a red red seal chef. Okay. Uh, great guy. He made us fucking amazing dinners every night. It would have been. A lot shittier if we had to eat gruel. Yeah. Yeah. He had his cook shack. He made us uh, roast beef, fucking pizza. 
casseroles, whatever. Does he make you breakfast, lunch, and dinner? He like packs you guys sandwiches or no, like, what no. goes on? He makes like a fat breakfast spread every day. Like, okay. Eggs and bacon and hash browns and shit. Okay. And then, so you eat breakfast, then you pack like Ziplocs full of whatever you want to eat for the day. From what's left from breakfast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're doing both those at the same time. Right. So you're stuffing your face and you're packing your lunch. Right. And then you go out. Usually you drive like 20 minutes to an hour to where you're working that day. And then when you get home at night, he's got a, he's got a dinner. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It was a good life. And I'm not yeah. doing it this year. So uh, I'm like being shamed, I think. <laughs> By who? <laughs> By everyone who uh, went on. There's a little bit of like a cult vibe to it. Oh, definitely. yeah. If you leave, you're a bitch. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. If you leave, you're a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like to go back. Yeah. It fucked me up though. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be, athletic, and I, I wasn't, and they gave okay. us this whole exercise program to do. Really, I didn't do any of it. <laughs> I was like, I, I could probably do it, and it fucked up my knees like badly. What what kind of exercise program was it? I don't know. I didn't read it. You didn't read it. <laughs> but it, it fucked up your knees. What fucked up your knees? The planting. Oh, the planting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For like, for like six months after I got home, my knees were fucked. Wow. Like it was hurting to walk some days. Six months? Like, it was pretty bad, dude. Yeah. crazy? Yeah. Dude. Okay, yeah, you got to get in shape, kid. Yep. That's real. I was thinking, like, because I'm getting a couple tattoos, that what if I, like, change my body and then mm. they move or Just something? Yeah, out. they stretch a bit. Which I hope doesn't really happen. They just like keep how they look, but yeah. But where my would mind. where would uh like your ribs aren't gonna? Yeah, I just hope like I don't get thick. I don't know, like, cause I've been thicker than I am right now. Like my torso has been thicker. Right. And like I'm just pretty thin right now. Um, but or even if I got fat, like if I got really fat, my ribs would stretch. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, or like know. if I got giant calves, <laughs> I could dream. <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, if you get so big from working out that you fuck up your tattoos, it doesn't even matter. That's like kind yeah, of because you're like stoked itself. about it. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just got some smeared fucking graphic across yeah. you. You can't even tell what it is because you're so big. Mm -hmm. I think this one's gonna be my last one for a while. Yeah, what are you getting next? Or just the I'm ribs? Just finishing one. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just gonna finish it next time. Hopefully, it's only gonna take two times, and then it's uh, it's just too painful. I don't want to say like I sound like a bitch saying that, but yeah. like <laughs> holy fuck! I can imagine, dude. I'm taking a break, especially on the ribs. Fuck. Yeah, I'm taking a break, man. It's this is, it's no joke. It's like I want lots. Yeah. I want more, but man, it's hardcore. It's fucking gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> How long is the session? Um, well, I did two sessions of like like four and a half hours on my leg. Jesus. And that was like, okay, but my ribs just now, I only did two and a half hours. Yeah. And it's hope, just, and it should take. Because it's like solid, dude. Like, yeah. That looks fucked. Dude, it's a lot of ink. Yeah, he goes fucking hard. Um, and then it should be another th about three hours to finish. So Man. we did we probably didn't even get halfway, but I'm going to have to fucking finish it next time. But, like, Saga is, uh, he's just uh, all business. 
I've only had two different tattoo artists, like him and the girl who did my first one. And uh-huh. the girl was way more sensitive. Like, I might, like, wince. Hardly. Not even wince. I'd be, like, she. I wouldn't even be doing anything. I'd just be, like, fine, like, sitting there. And she'd be, like, are you okay? Like, everything okay? And I'd be, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm fine. Like, I'll tell you if I'm, like, need anything. But, like, throughout the entire process, she was, like, checking in on me. And Saga just does not give a fuck (laughs) moving me like in different like shoving my tit up to get under there and like he's just trying to draw as quickly as possible and make this thing look fucking sick in as short a time as possible and uh he's just all business man like he does not give a fuck about if you're comfortable because it's not fun (laughs) but it's stoked like i get excited when i'm getting tattooed but it's like it is uh do you get like a little bit of a high from it like it's uh, like I might get like, like an ad- adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's intense. Yeah, it's uh, like you see, like colors get brighter at times or something. Oh, like, just because it's like you are fucking, ca- like man, you're alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. Honestly, just uh, this is a weird comment, but just thinking of not even the pain on you, but like the tattoo artist himself having to ink in all that shit. Yeah, you got to be in good shape. He talks about that. That's making me uncomfortable to think about, dude. Like you got to Yeah, and like if you're doing like a chest piece or something, you got to have to like lean over and like your the tattoo artist is in uncomfortable positions Two to that four he has hours. to Exactly. Yeah, so that's part of the struggle too where I'm like lying in a weird position with my arm up so he can get in there. My arm gets tired or falls asleep. That's annoying too. Like yeah. beyond just like I'm getting my fucking gut tasered. Kind of like a feet, eh? Yeah, it's brutal. It's not a fuck. It's it's tender. It's just a tender fucking thing. So like, uh, let's talk uh, 15 years down the road. Yeah. You've got it made. Money is not a concern. Tight. Are you fucking I hope covered? So. Uh, Are you, well, do you like got I the said, sleeves? Man, I don't think I am gonna ever get. Um, visible ones that i can't easily cover with oh those. yeah like you can okay. see can you see i have tattoos no, right now I can't. no you can't <laughs> okay yeah so you're uh you're incognito incognito tats you want to yeah. be able to throw a suit on and uh go oh to the it, well it's not even a suit maybe just like like the only one you can see a rhinestone like suit on the back of my arm oh yeah if i'm yeah. wearing a t-shirt but if i'm wearing a three if i'm wearing a baseball sleeve t-shirt and pants you can't tell and why is that? Is that just like for business? Uh, I don't know. I just don't think it's uh, it's just not. You don't, don't always want to be it ta- the tattoo yeah, man. I don't want to show it off. You don't like want to show it off. Okay. Yeah, I, I just don't want to be. I think it's more for me. I feel that. Yeah. If I were to get a tattoo, which I've thought about, but I do not have any, I would want to get it somewhere. Where, like, nobody would see it. <laughs> yeah. Like, something something I'd have to specifically be like, oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, you could get, like, inner biceps. You'd be yeah. looking at that shit all the time. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, on your back or something. But then you couldn't see it yourself. I find... Um, you could do your leg, though. Where? where like, up here? Like, similar to this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like that's sick. Yeah, dude. Is this a bottle? Yeah. So he's holding a bottle in his hand. 
Is that sound you're just lifting up a ship? Yeah. What's that? Is that a hole that shit's falling into? Uh, it's just part of the ship. It's breaking. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Is that the I... hand of God? No, it's just hands. It's just anyone's hand? Yeah, but that's, that's the same guy who's doing my ribs. Okay. Yeah. You and you just see, came like up he's... with that, like, when you were there? Uh, I had the idea, but, oh, like, okay. we kind of just, uh, he puts it together day of, right? But he's colorful, right? Yeah, that's really nice coloring, yeah. Yeah. But yeah I could see that being, like, a metal album cover. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could, uh, you could do something like that, dude. I, I would definitely, I don't think I would want a big graphic. Mm-hmm. I don't really know though. I mean, for me, I feel like, like what what do your tattoos mean to you? It's uh. It's a dumb question, but I think it's more like to me they're all just like art. They're and cool what art. It, right? Whatever it means to me might be something different to you because when when we both look at a painting, yeah, uh, I could see something different in it than you see. Definitely, definitely. Right. So whatever. So it's, it, it's just cool art. First yeah, it's cool art. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if it's not cool art, if it's something, I mean, it can be funny. Yeah, yeah. People get funny ones. Funny at least that cool. makes me laugh. I get what you mean. I don't mind people having funny tattoos. A lot of people just get it because it looks cool, though. I think that's mostly it. Right. Okay. I think the uh, maybe the meaning is part. The reason people get meaning is because. Uh, it's like such a burden to go through the process of getting yeah. it and you get like attached to this feeling of like I need to finish it more than that like more than the meaning when I'm doing it it's more just like I cannot have a half done thing on my body for the rest of my life right yeah. <laughs> once you've started there's no way I'm not finishing now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you don't want the negative of someone holding out grapes right yeah <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Like, it's not even close to being done. There's no way I'm not finishing it. I yeah. just, I mean, uh, you've probably heard this before, but I just can't think of, from people without tattoos, I can't think of anything I would want to keep on my body for that long. Yeah, it was more just like I had to get the first one done with, and then, because I, I always knew I wanted them, but I just had to do the first one, which was a spontaneous thing I did in Berlin with this random girl I had met at a bar. Mm-hmm. who happened to be a tattoo artist. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> Same night? No. No. We okay. planned it out for like a week while I was there. Not drunk. You're no. not allowed to get them if you've got but I met her alcohol my first in your night. blood, right? I got. I was drinking while I was doing it. Okay. Beer. <laughs> yeah, so, but I think it's not recommended. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I got that first one out of the way, and then I was like more... Like, I'm going to find the perfect artist for me and, like, make sure. And this guy was, like, close to where I live, so that was also part of it. Like, there's a lot of artists that I found on Instagram that I'm like, fuck, that guy's sick, but it's in, like, Bur- like Brazil. Right, or, right. Like, when am I going to go there? <laughs> you should go to Brazil just for the time. <laughs> sick. Yeah. It's a major undertaking. I guess, um, like a lot of people I know have tattoos that mean specific things about them, you know? Sure. And it's like kind of, they're sort of like forming their identity on their skin kind of. 
That just seems like I don't know who I would want to be in like ten years. Right. Yeah. So like I think a lot of people maybe the meanings even change or evolve. Oh, true. Yeah. Like, cause you're you're a person if you're not trying to grow and change. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Bro? I guess that's like the most negative interpretation of it to me is it's nope. like stopping growth. I it's absolutely like if you, agree. If you put some shit like this is exactly about who I am. Yeah, and then now you're attached to this part of you that yeah. might have been how you were at one time and now you're starting to not feel that way anymore. Right. So maybe it shouldn't be about meaning at all. Yeah, because a, a sick boat is always going to be a sick boat. Right, yeah, it's still sick art. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I get that. As long as it doesn't look like shit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about stick and pokes? I think those almost always look like shit. Do what you want to do. <laughs> they fade quick though, right? Don't they fade uh, in like They won't fade away completely. No, no, no. But like they don't hold up real good. Uh, this girl I know back home, she got a little uh, bomb with like a fuse oh, yeah. on her kneecap. And that I thought actually looks pretty cool. That like, sounds cool. Whenever she wears ripped jeans, you can see it. And I'm like, yeah, that one's not bad. That's probably my favorite stick and poke she has. Shout out Car Car Wildcat Gable. I knew a guy in high school got like an upside down smiley face on his leg. Sure, classic. It was like because he was doing it like this. He was sitting there like that for a smiley face. So then yeah. when he stood up, it was upside down. He didn't even realize. So yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't do that shit myself. I'd be, I don't know. I like the, I like the DIYness of stick and poke. I'd be down. If someone wants to like stick and poke guy. me, uh, uh, I don't know what I'd get. One of the Looney Tunes hit me up. A Looney Tune. Yeah. You have a favorite Looney Tune? Oh shit, Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad one. I feel like I have the Roadrunner subtypes. Yeah. yeah. Fast. Oh. No, it's more the th- it's more the uh, the flight, the constant flight. Like you're constantly running away from your problems. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always uh, I'm on my toes to jump out of the way whenever anything looking like it's gonna be serious comes up. Interesting. <laughs> but I'm also I do run. I didn't even think of that. So I can uh. uh boost my ego here a bit by saying i'm very fast Mm. i'm a fast motherfucker how tall are you i don't know uh under six you don't know how tall you are i have 180 centimeters on my driver's license okay i don't know what that means but no it's probably taller than me like five ten or eleven i think okay yeah ladies he's six feet what was that you're six feet. Just say you're six feet. <laughs> I don't think I'm Round allowed up. to, dude. I don't think I'm allowed. I wish. But I'm six foot on Tinder. Yeah. I'm six feet uh, when I've got my Timberlands on. Right. I've never had Timberlands. My I don't have any. <laughs> you ever play sports as a kid? Yeah. Like what? I played soccer, baseball, mm. football, basketball. Man, there's a ton of baseball uh, games going on in the park across from my house. Right. Yeah, it's like serious baseball season. I want next summer I'll get on a team for sure. Yeah. I got my gloves with me. Baseball's fun. Yeah, softball's super fun for sure. It's a good co ed thing to do. Girls can play pretty easily. 
Yeah. But when you have good girls on your team, it makes all the difference. Like in a co-ed league, the teams that win are the teams with the good girls usually. Because <laughs> otherwise they're just fucking complete handicaps. Is that like a beer league? Yeah, like beer league co-ed league. Yeah, that's sick. I'd yeah, it's down. a good time for like where you can play with like all the guys who want to be your girlfriends. Yeah. Or whatever. Did you ever play uh, Indian Rubber? What's that? No. I'm sure there's a bunch of names for it. It was like uh, base. It was like a baseball kind of game. You play with a tennis ball, so you can hit it real far. Uh, tennis ball and aluminum bats or whatever. But you got to run around the bases twice to be what? safe. And there's only one person playing defense. What? And uh, they got to peg you with the ball to get you out. Is that throw it at you? Yeah, they throw it at you because it's a tennis ball. And if they hit you, then you become like the pitcher. But there's only one person in the outfield. Yeah. You're never going to get that ball. <laughs> That's so much running. Yeah. That is. It was fun. That sounds exhausting. I mean, I can't remember exactly. So I can't even throw the ball at anyone. I got to get this ball in the middle of fucking nowhere. Run back. You're definitely going to get all the bases. It's a ball that Twice. you can hit even further than a baseball. Yeah. It's possible. You need more people on defense. No, that's that's what we used to play. I don't. Maybe we used to. Uh... Is there anyone on the bases? Is there an infield at least? No. There's no infield. There's, There's one guy who's got to whip the ball at you. One guy in the outfield. Yeah. There's one pitcher and one batter. No, the pitcher is the outfielder. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> is a pitcher versus, so it's only a two-player game. No, no, no. There's a bunch of people trying to run around, and he's just got to hit anyone. How many teams are there? There's, there's, there's batters, and then there's the pitcher. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I haven't played this in like ten years. I may be remembering some small rules wrong, but the gist of it is, you fucking. Hit a ball winning. out there. You got to run around the bases twice and try not to get hit by it being thrown at you. And it was good fun. It really. Yeah, we we used to. Uh, There's like a baseball diamond we had league games at, uh-huh. and then there was like just an open grass field on the other side of the fence. So we'd go over the fence and use the grass field. We'd just drop shit for the bases and play it there. Yeah. It was fun. You need people in the outfield. You can't have the pitcher doing that shit. Yeah. That would just be exhausting. As the pitcher, how am I supposed to focus on pitching? Well, you're not called the pitcher. You're you're it. You're it. You're, oh, you're it. So it's like, yeah, it's like a position you don't want to be. I see. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. Um, so what, what, what do we got on the uh, – what's on the news for today? What's on do we have news? a news section on negative 12? Um, fuck, my phone's in the other room. <laughs> I was thinking, though um, – I uh I was reading the other day about this uh this sixteen year old uh young boy sleeping with a older man, uh huh, and like it was all good because it was like consensual for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, is like why is there, is there a difference? Shouldn't there be a difference? But like, why is it n- maybe not con- like this? Sh- I guess it's kind of that's still like, con- like a statutory rape because it's like a younger kid, right? Like, is that not? If it is a young, um, if it is a young boy, gay boy sleeping with an older man, is that not the like just the same thing as a sixteen-year-old girl sleeping with an older man, like a thirty-year-old guy sleeping with a sixteen-year-old girl is gross? 
Yeah. But a 16 year old gay boy sleep, sleeping with a 16 year old or 30 year old gay man. Uh-huh. Like, does that happen? <laughs> like, there's, like, there's a, I'm sure it happens. Uh, I guess it happens. What's the question? Time. The morality of it? Yeah. Is there like a difference? Do you view that differently? Because oh, it's like fuck. a young girl or a young boy? I mean, probably not, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't either. But, um, I guess, I don't know. I guess it depends on the age of consent laws for the area. Yeah, that's true. A, like a 16 year old. Another thing about this mid 90s movie made me think. I've talked to this about Caden. I've talked to Caden about this as well. That, like, how many, like, fucking kids that are 14 having sex? It's like a weird. How many? A lot. A lot. Like millions. Maybe. Millions. Probably millions. There's millions of 14-year-old kids having sex. It's a weird thing to think about. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's legal in some places, though, right? Is it? I think so. I mean, it Not. shouldn't be illegal for 14. Like, I to mean, have sex just, with other 14-year-olds? Right. Yeah. I don't think that's... Like, like what do you get... You're gonna legally persecute fucking fourteen year olds no, for having no. sex. <laughs> no. uh, I feel like that's not something that's like enforced though. Like they don't, they don't say. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know how you. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty young age though. It is. Yeah, or even younger, like probably thirteen. Yeah, I've, I've met kids who lost their virginity at twelve, even. Right. Yeah, I feel like that was uh probably more normal back in the day mm-hmm. whenever the day was back in the day yeah you think yeah then today yeah people mm-hmm. used to have families when they were like 13 or whatever oh you know when they're 13 yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> you think, think so. these kids are like these 13 year old kids having sex or getting girls pregnant uh no because probably back in the day it was older men ew yeah Okay, give me one sec. Entertain okay, the yeah. viewers. <laughs> we got on a little bit of a tangent there. Yeah, just give me one second here. BRB. It's, uh, I believe it was common for the ancient Greek <laughs> society for uh, men to have sex with their apprenticeship understudies who were other oh, that's real. young boys. That's super real. Yeah. So if you're learning like woodworking from some fifty year old guy and you're sixteen, you just gotta like suck him off at the end of the, each lesson or something. Uh, it's actually like yeah, the, like the like families would give their um, kids to these like they try to find um, these older oh, males God. to like rape their kids, and then the kid, like the young boy, after getting like anally fucked by this older man in the woods would try to extract gifts from this rich man to bring back to his family. Right. So what a crazy time to be abstracted alive. Abstracted prostitution. Yeah. Yeah, actually. In the um, woods. I think it would be in the bathhouse. In nowhere. In the Greek bathhouse. I was taught it was in the woods. Oh shit. You were taught that. <laughs> I was taught in Greek mythology class that they'd take these kids to the woods. Oh, fuck. 
I don't know why the wood. Is this a real thing you learned in a real class? Yeah, Greek mythology. Oh my God. Classics 101. Well, how do you feel about people who think they're psychics? Ooh. I guess I don't believe them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool. But I've seen even in Vancouver, there's like some businesses of people who are psychics. Yeah, yeah like psychic readings? Yeah, psychic readings. Yeah. You go in there and what? I've had a psychic massage before. It seems like a total waste psychic of time. Psychic massage. The massage wasn't bad, but is that just where they give you a hand job at the end? Uh, no. This no. woman is like trying to tell me things about me, and it's completely. Well, you get a massage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's and she said she was getting like some con. She was conjuring something. Oh my and god. And there was this young boy. She said, like about like sixteen or something. She's like, do you know a young boy? A beautiful young blonde boy. And he died like in a stream, and she said, "If he, ha- if I don't remember him, you probably will come across this young boy to die in a stream." Well, that's convenient and for her. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a weird thing. It's a really weird thing. Um, it, I could see as she was talking to me, she was trying to get information from me to then later, like almost trick me into pr- saying like she predicted these things. Right. But like, I fucking told you that. Yeah, she's doing a little not, survey at the yeah. beginning to throw the info back at you. Yeah, I was uh, I was with a girl, and we both got these massages from this girl, and she was blown away by her. <laughs> Fuck yours, like, I mean, How'd you know all this about me. Yeah, it's I think girls are just more drawn to this magic sort of thing. Like, I know so many girls who are into horoscopes and stuff, right? Right. And I don't know yeah. many guys who are into horoscopes. Why is that? Yeah, I know one guy who's into horoscopes. You do? I do, yeah. Oh, interesting. But I think... I think... It's almost like ironic. I almost think guys who are into horoscopes do it because they think it's going to get them laid. (laughs) (laughs) It could be, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's that... I don't think it's that different from just, like, mainstream religion, though. Hot take, hot take. I guess. Hot takes on negative yeah. 12. Yo, turn your mic like that. That was better. This no, one? No, to the... Like that yeah, one. And yeah, speaking okay. to the side like Here? that. Yeah, that's way better. Yeah. I think. Like, yeah, really close to you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically just giving you, like, a, a structure to interpret your life through. Totally. And um, whether that's, like, sins and fucking the what? stairway to heaven or it's, like the moon giving you better projections on certain days. I feel like it's all kind of the same. I think what they like about it is that it tells them about other people. Like they think like right. me telling you I'm an Aries that like, are oh, you an you Aries? Know, I am an Aries. That's the Ram, right? Exactly. Wait, when's your birth? I'm, March, I think I'm an Aries. I'm March 26th. Okay. I'm April 14th. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. You That's the, the day, one. by the way, that uh, Abraham Lincoln was assassinated really? by a man named John. Whoa. And then they called you John? Yep. Uh, after him, actually. My parents named me after Johnny. Is that true? No, it's not true. <laughs> Where are your, pa- your parents are in Vancouver? Yeah. In North Van. Do you get along with them? Yeah, they're good people. In North Van. That's like yeah. the nice area, right? Uh, yeah, it's nice. Do you live in a bomb place? Uh, they live in a, just like a house in the suburbs. Why'd you move out? It was just time? Yeah, just not looking to live with my parents forever. <laughs> right, that's fair. Had to happen eventually, right? Yeah. 
were they stoked about it or were they like shit no you can stay with us forever um well they're they're trying to sell the house and like move to saskatchewan or something saskatchewan yeah well that's where my dad's from really yeah wayburn saskatchewan what the fuck yeah but uh, Vancouver's just expensive. They're looking to get out and get somewhere. Get cheaper. some money for their place, which yeah. is probably that's yeah, that's skyrocketed fair. in value since they yeah. bought it. That's cool. I, yeah. I can understand that. But that um, they're lazy, so they're not actually getting around to it. I think they're just <laughs> comfortable sitting there. They're like, oh shit! Now that John's gone, it's actually not yeah. bad in this place. <laughs> that <laughs> might be around. it. Might be it. Um. Do you think uh, do you think long term relationships work? I mean, uh, long distance. Long distance. Yeah. Uh, I say probably not. My friend's in a long distance relationship right now. Uh huh. And uh, somehow it's been working for the past year. It's. I guess it depends what you mean by work. Is it gonna replace like a close intimate relationship, or is it just gonna like maintain itself? I feel like it's a different thing. Well, it's definitely work because, like, yeah. they visit each other every second weekend. Or oh, okay. oh, shit. Well, then, I don't know. I guess as long as you're, like, seeing each other that often, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're seeing each other that often. But if you're going, like, six months without seeing each other, that's probably yeah. when it gets, like, impossible. Yeah. Like, who can fucking do that? It almost feels like, what am I doing with my life? I'm, like, sticking out. But, like, you better, especially if it's relatively new. Yeah. Seems crazy. How do you feel about people who carry knives? <laughs> um, I don't carry a knife. But I had one friend in high school who had a shitload of knives, and I thought he was one of the coolest dudes. You but thought I he was one of the coolest dudes? Oh, yeah, dude. He would get, like, he would get like uh, illegal knives shipped in in parts and then assemble them. What? Because you couldn't get them in Canada. How does that work? Like switchblades and shit that weren't allowed, right? Um... He knew a lot about knives. He told me this one fact that I don't, I'm going to mistell it, but it was something like there's a certain type of knife you're only allowed to have in Canada if you have one arm. What? <laughs> you, like, specifically you need one arm I to be able to so, carry yeah. this knife? Yeah. That makes no sense. Because there's, like, knives that open with gravity and then there's, like, uh, spring knives or whatever. Okay. I think it's, like, you can have a switchblade or whatever if, um... You have one arm because <laughs> you wouldn't be able to open the other kind. I don't know anything oh, about the validity man. of this. You can't open a knife that takes two hands yeah, because yeah, yeah. you only so have one <laughs> hand. Yeah, you need this. Isn't that a switchblade? A switchblade is one of those ones that just flick open. Uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I remember there was like a distinction he made between the ones that come out the side and the ones that shoot right up. Okay. I think one of them was oh. called OTF or something. Okay. Like an Assassin's Creed kind of thing. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I think that's like super illegal. Or like a stiletto. Mm. But like these ones use a bit of gravity, so I think they're allowed here. Okay. Yeah. But realistically, I don't think you should probably... I don't know. Like, what are you going to use a knife for carrying it? I guess if you want to escalate a situation into murder. <laughs> I Honestly, I know people who carry knives, and yeah. they say... Some of them say it is partially for protection. Others say it's for, like, just doing regular tasks. Like, Oh, sure. It depends what or, job you got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or maybe not just, you know, just never know when you need a knife. You can open things or you can, you know, you can use it for just, like, as a tool. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that just seems like, why don't you just have, like, a, I don't know. It just seems crazy to me. I feel like carrying a knife around, you're asking for trouble. Uh, definitely, yeah. It's um, weird. Like, considering how safe the environment is we live in. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. A friend of mine said, like, I asked him, why don't you just carry, like, a Swiss, Swiss Army knife? And he's like, because that's something that does a lot of things. Doesn't do uh, any, any of, of them, them very well. well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what does he carry instead? Like, a fat survival knife or something? Like a knife, yeah. Like a knife? Yeah, yeah like know. like something that flicks out. Yeah. Something, you know? Okay. Doesn't make any sense to me. But his wife says she thinks it's a dad thing. A dad thing? Yeah. <laughs> My dad, my dad never carried knives. <laughs> Mine neither. Um, I mean, I guess you just... Uh, I don't know. I think it's a power thing. It's like mm-hmm. if you want to walk around carrying a gun. You know? And I think probably a lot of people... Uh, envision themselves being a hero when they when they walk around with a weapon on them. You know? Dude, I saw this really funny video about... Um, people everyone's everyone has a gun it's like making fun of the states uh-huh. and so somebody is like sticking up the place and then another person pulls out a gun and it's like oh, i'm gonna be the hero and then another person pulls out a gun and it's like oh, i'm gonna be the hero or, or some shit and right it turns out they're all just assholes pointing guns at each other <laughs> if you saw the video it'd be funny but something like that but everyone's like trying to be this uh person they are all just like fucking idiots pointing guns at each other and no one's actually helping the situation right um not super into the idea of guns either uh i am for the right to have guns you are yeah yeah interesting but as a canadian you're yeah you're pro gun yeah yeah. oh yeah i'm pro gun but that doesn't equate to walk around with like a handgun on you at all times you know okay so you think we should be able to own them but not carry them i don't think you should not be able to i think you should use good judgment to not do it you should be able to carry around guns with you Uh, i don't know maybe i don't know i'm not a lawmaker i don't know how this all works but if you were a lawmaker shit i don't know i think there's not good reason to walk around vancouver with a gun where there is no good reason to do that right i would feel less safe yeah, yeah, I thought definitely. people could do that with guns. with guns. I would yeah. feel less safe. Yeah, but um, I don't like the idea of losing the legal rights to have guns. Do we have those rights right now? Yeah, of course. We can walk around with guns in Canada. Oh no, no, no. Well, hell, I don't know. I know for handguns sure are highly like uh. Pretty sure we can't. Regulated. I don't think anyone's allowed to walk around with guns. Well, like not open carry, but you can have like a gun in a case. You can. Yeah. Yeah anybody have a gun in a case uh nobody has guns in canada what yeah, do people gu- have guns i mean people f- maybe for hunting yeah nobody i n- have never met anyone in my life who has a pistol no handguns pr- are different handguns are like much higher much more regulated like than for that. protection N- nobody i've ever met has a gun for protection right yeah i think that's where the problem comes in as soon as you get into this idea that you need a gun for protection, that's where the negative cycle comes in. Um, I feel like there's more validity to guns for protection than guns for hunting. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, we don't need... uh, Hunting is, like, just kind of a sadistic sport at this point, you know. I I don't think... I'm not against it, really, but I think, you know... I think a gun is a a weapon for killing people. Really? Not a weapon for acquiring food? No, no, no. A gun is clearly a weapon for killing people. Interesting. Yeah, and I think if we pretend it's not, then we're going to have problems. And if you address it as that and you don't walk into Chuck E. Cheese with a gun because you're not a psychopath there hopefully won't be problems with it <laughs> huh. yeah maybe people who want to hunt should just use bow and arrows or something maybe like um, compound bow sounds like a fun thing to do but you gotta be very be skilled cool. but maybe that's like you should be very skilled if you want to hunt not just any idiot who wants to shoot a deer in the head yeah I don't think I would want to kill an animal for sport like that though um i don't think i would feel right yeah but you eat meat right yeah yeah so isn't that like you can only feel good about if you're separated from by it but i agree i would have a tough time with it too i've never done it just like to personally end a life like that it's tough it would uh probably take the fun out of it oh yeah i eat tons of meat i'm not (laughs) yeah i don't have any high and mighty stance there it's just I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I think probably we should phase out eating meat though. Pull that closer I think face. we probably should at some point. I mean, I don't think I'm cut out for it. I want a juicy burger every day. <laughs> But uh, I think that's probably the right thing to do. Um, We've got this Beyond Meat shit and whatever. Well, we factory farming's an issue. Fact- oh, yeah, for, like, environmentally. Be- yeah, well, yeah, and just, like, it's cruel to animals. If you're going to kill them anyway, though. Yeah, but you shouldn't treat them that way. Yeah, but I think murder is worse than imprisonment. <laughs> well, it's the combination of, like... You're raising these things in this horrible environment and just to be slaughtered. Yeah, that's sick. It's pretty gross, the whole operation of it. Yeah, I think we ought to value animal lives more than that. Definitely. That's why, like, like I don't think like anyone who's against eating meat should go after hunters because they're just killing for themselves or, like, you know, they're sharing the meat with their friends and family and the real evil is the factory farms it's like pretty disgusting to witness i guess so but i also don't i think hunting is like a sport or a hobby or something i don't think a lot of people today sustain themselves solely on hunting but the people who hunt i think do you think people only eat what they hunt i think the people who are hunters if you kill an elk that can probably last you a year months yeah yeah a year probably that's a lot of meat in a large freezer of that you go hunting once like you know i don't know how much yeah, how fair. often people that's hunt fair. you know like you could know definitely survive it. off just what you hunt in terms of meat yeah definitely you can totally disassociate yourself with the whole um factory farming cycle and definitely. eating any of that meat and you're getting more connected to like you're accepting that you your role in I'm killing something for its meat. Right. You see, like, instead of being disconnected from it, exactly. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I don't think... Uh, I'm definitely not defending factory farming. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's got a level of productivity that we're probably not going to go backwards from. Like, I feel like the current agriculture and food model is like it works well enough that we can tweak it but we're probably not going to return to like hunter gatherer on a large scale it's tough it's a tough issue to fix because there's just too many people at this point yeah there are, there are a lot of people <laughs> there's billions of us and most of them eat meat but there's so. a lot of like smart technology in there even if it's being used insidiously or carelessly right well what we're trying to do or the scientists is that they're just trying to clone animals yeah right clone the meat just gonna have scientifically grown meat yeah in a lab which you can imagine would be like pretty easy to plug into the same sort of factory farm model yeah and then you get rid of that entire cruelty aspect which is the cure to that problem i wonder how many of those farm animals would just die out though (laughs) like how many of them are we just gonna kill with pollution as soon as we stop raising them to eat them well whatever else how many are we gonna displace and just extinct it's uh well not extinct there's no way chickens are ever gonna be extinct that's ridiculous yeah there's no way zero chance chickens will ever be extinct how come or cows well there's just too many of them right now we won't ever see that in our lifetime unless the you know everybody dies right I don't know what we'll see in our lifetime, dude. That's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does except the psychics. As, yeah. <laughs> God bless the psychics. <laughs> How many years do you think we got? I have no idea. <laughs> 30? They say till 2050 and 20 shit's going to go down. What, like uh, water levels? Yeah, some climate change disaster. Right. By 2050, we don't see some serious changes. Um, it's going to be tough to believe scientists anymore <laughs> unless we actually like have made a change by that point, in which case, good for us. We actually s- prevented you know, these disasters from happening. Right. You mean if great. 2050 rolls around and there's no... And uh, we haven't changed our ways at all. We're still very much driving cars. Yeah. And we're not trying to solve any of our issues in terms of like creating climate change. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I don't know. We, we're sp- like Lil Dicky says we have twelve years <laughs> before this is irreversible. Well, Lil Dicky is a climate scientist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Lil Dicky says twelve years, and but I've heard something happens in twenty fifty. I've also heard by twenty fifty we're gonna live forever. I've heard something like that too from yeah. like a Russian scientist. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Yeah. How do you think that's going to work? Uh, well, do you watch Black Mirror? Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to. Okay. So there's, I imagine it's going to be something like San Junipero. Ah. Uh, yeah. Where you're not really alive. Well, you are. It's just a copy of. You're extracting your consciousness and putting it into a computer. So your body is no longer alive. Because there is no way to make your body alive forever. But there is a way to maybe extract your consciousness and put it into a computer right i think that is more likely than creating a way to make your body forever you just need a different body no that makes sense i guess i didn't realize that's what was happening in the episode sandra apparel yeah, yeah 
They're in a fake world, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're like the old ladies. The old ladies. But they're, they're young girls. But they're young in again the, because their minds are just... In the things. 1980s town. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cool episode. Yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. And I liked when uh, the president had to fuck a pig on that TV. That was episode one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a <laughs> fucked up, yeah. <laughs> they really hit, hit off strong on yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Season five's coming out. It's going to be sick. Oh I yeah. hope, at least. Pretty cool. Um, what would you do forever, though? Uh, <laughs> could I do anything I want? I don't know. Well, in Is there anything you'd want to do for that long? Hard to say until you're doing it. I guess. Okay, that's what I mean. In San Junipero, they... It's great fun at first. They're doing all the things they could never do. They're having sex every day and like loving life right. in every way possible, doing all the drugs and nothing matters. And then things, they're just there too long because if they leave, they die. Their bodies no longer exist. So they're stuck in this place and they start needing things to be more extreme in order to feel the things in the same way they used to. So there's these weird sex clubs and these weird places where these people who have been there for too long do extreme things in order to feel things. Yeah, I forgot all that. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember shit. It's like Dan Bilzerian. He uh, he has pushed his life to a such an extreme that regular exciting things for you and I uh, don't excite him at all because he's seen such extreme Who things. Who is he? I Dan feel like he was on the Joe Rogan show. He's been on Joe Rogan. He's a guy who's made like supposedly made fifty million dollars playing poker, and now okay. he just uh, travels all over the world. He's got this marijuana company, and he uh, just travels wherever he wants, gambles his fucking ass off, smokes a ton of weed, and hangs out with twenty girls at all times in <gasps> bikinis, okay. and naked. And so stuff. he's living the classic like Playboy lifestyle. He's like the new Hugh Hefner. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was like an army guy or something. He was, yeah. He was oh, he Navy, was? Yeah. Navy SEAL, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or something, okay. yeah. Something like that. One of those Navy SEALs turned like he did Harper's week, so. book deal guys. Yeah. yeah, sure. Like the Navy SEAL guy to not be in a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he does things to such an extreme. He gets such – he buys so much pleasure that if he were to do things that you and I think are fun – he wouldn't find them that fun. Right. Right? He I think it's way more. Something uh kind of disgusting on that note is the uh soldiers who get basically a PTSD of like they're addicted to the high of combat. Mm. You know, because it releases so much adrenaline and shit. Mm -hmm. It's like nothing reaches the high of trying to kill people. Whoa. Which is pretty fucked. Yeah, I bet some people feel that way like they get addicted to wanting to be out there and yeah there's yeah. there's uh they're doing research on it now and i i saw a thing of a soldier talking about this it's like a real thing i mean he doesn't put it that crudely mm. i'm sure half the adrenaline is from trying not to get killed but it's still truth yeah how does a person like that function when they get back to normal life you'd have to speak to one of them i've never met one yeah That would be a powerful thing. I'd like to talk to some ex-army vets. 
Yeah. Well, you're in luck because I actually uh, served 10 years in the Canadian Navy oh, SEALs. Shit. Yeah, dude. Are you serious? Yep. Uh, I spearheaded the... Uh, 10 years, you're 23 years old. Yeah. They got me started early. It's part of the advanced program. Oh, really? Yeah. It's because I got such good marks in math. That's what they do. Yeah. You, good marks in math? That's right. Yeah. I moved straight from uh, pre-calc to boot camp. Wow. I've killed about 50,000. You've killed 50,000 people? Yeah. That's something pretty crazy for you to admit. I know. You say it It's all declassified a, now. Hardly a blink. I know. That's really, that's what they train into you. You know, it's about right. that, uh, the thousand yard stare, you know. Okay. I'm a killing machine. It's really? true. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy, man. I feel very comfortable sitting next to you. <laughs> you don't come off as that kind of guy. I know. That's also what they train into you next. Right. It's the, uh, it's the, the, the comforting guy, uh, module. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Interesting. I was in the Contra Wars. I was in the first Gulf War. I was in the second Gulf War. I was in the invasion of Iraq. Whoa. Yep, I dropped some uh, white phosphorus on a village that had, uh, turned out there was no combatants there, but I still got a medal. You know, you sure know a lot about these wars, almost so much that I don't want to question this. Yeah, you probably shouldn't look too much into it because it's, you know, they're just going to be lies everywhere saying it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm pretty much black ops, but right. we'll leave that one. You're going to edit this out, right? This is all going to be edited. Oh, I'm totally going to edit this out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's good. This was just like a personal thing between us. This was like a trust thing. Of course. All right, that's good. You ever see the Umbrella Academy? No, what's that? Oh, it's this thing on Netflix as well. But this one guy goes back in time, and he gets caught in a war. And then he come, jumps back forward in time, and now he's like got PTSD from the war. But he's like hasn't aged, really. And, but he spends a couple of years there, and... Anyways, his friends die back in the day, and there's, like, random pictures of him in, like, this vet's bar. <laughs> oh, fuck. And the vets don't believe that he served because he's so young. Yeah. Yeah. The, so, what war does he go back to? I think Vietnam. Vietnam? Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. That's a show? The Umbrella Academy. It's not. That is a very small part of the show. The show has very little to do with that bit. Is it, like, a Black Mirror thing? No, it's people like these kids have superpowers. Oh, okay. <laughs> one of them has the power to go back in time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he decided to go back to Vietnam? No, that guy finds a suitcase that can travel, gets him to travel through time. It's a very complicated show. Okay, yeah. It yeah. sounds like uh, Lost. Mm -hmm. You ever watch that show? No, I've never seen it. Heard the ending was bad. Uh, I liked the ending, but the whole thing was they just made it up as they went, like it. If you were watching it and trying to figure out what was going to happen next, you were wasting your time. Because <laughs> it was just like a new bullshit every time. Totally. Like, the island can move, dude. Yeah, the island moves now. Wait, what? Yeah. The island <laughs> like, moves? Just once you're used to that, it's like, yeah, there actually was no island. I thought they were all dead. Yeah, that's a misconception. Oh. Yeah. They're, I don't think they are. I they might have been. It. I never watched the show. I don't actually They might have been. I think they weren't. There was like this chick set off an atomic bomb with like by banging it with a rock. What the fuck? And it like created divergent timelines. And people think that the like offshoot timeline is like them being dead. 
and that they were like dead the whole time, but I don't think so. I don't remember. It ended like ten years ago. Shit. Or five. I don't know. Everything was ten years ago, if you ask me. Right. It, it was like ten years ago, <laughs> which would make you thirteen. Yeah, I was in Belize then. Or, uh, right. Have you traveled much? No. Not at all. You ever been outside Canada? Oh yeah. Where? I've been to the states. I've been. Uh, I went on a. I went on a Europe trip in high school. Okay. Yeah, but we just did the little tourist thing in a few cities. Okay. I don't really feel like I got any, uh, like, experience there. Okay. But, um... What what places in Europe? We went to Paris. When you were, like, 16? I don't know how old I would have been. Um, yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You went to see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Classic thing to do. We didn't go up it because the line was too long. Oh, shit. And I was like, fuck. Damn. You made Did I really see it if I never went up it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'd like, to, I'd like to travel, I think. I need to get that kind of uh, perspective. Show went with Caden. Yeah. Where'd he go? He's in uh, por- uh, Poland right now. He texted Poland, me today. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Is he by himself? He's meeting people? up with some friend, but he went by himself. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, he's ballsy. Yeah. I think he's in Warsaw. He's going to see Auschwitz. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's heavy. How much is left of Auschwitz? Uh, I don't know. It's a historical site. Yeah, they probably preserved most of it, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of fucked. Yeah, it's weird the place that hosted that place is making money off tourists. <laughs> The place that hosted it? Yeah, where is Auschwitz? Poland? I don't know. I think it is. Poland killed the most. I think half of all Jews were killed in Poland. Like three mil. Fuck. Or something like that. Work will set you free. Mm. That's what they would say. Something like that. That's what it said on the gates. Is that what it said? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's pretty sick. Wow. Because you're going to work till you die. I've been to the Holocaust Museum twice, and I still feel like I don't know enough. Where's that? Uh, Israel. Israel? Yeah. There's a couple. I was in Berlin, and there's like this memorial with the museum, but I didn't go in the museum. I just saw the memorial. Walk through it a bit. I just read a pretty good uh, Holocaust account. It was mm-hmm. called uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy did, he was at Auschwitz and uh, one other concentration camp. Mm-hmm. Good book. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy shit. My grandparents were in the Holocaust. Really? Yeah. They're kind of fucked up from it. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. And my dad had a tough childhood, I think. Fuck. Being raised by people from who had to go through that shit. Like they were held in camps? Yeah, my grandmother had a tattoo. Damn. Her whole family was killed except her. Real yep. shit. Cool. Should we wrap this up, bro? Sure. End on the Holocaust note? Yeah. (laughs)
real high. Is there is there anything else yet? <laughs> it's real high now. We could just I don't I don't want to end on the Holocaust. You don't want to end on the Holocaust? No. <laughs> that's that's bad omen. You think? Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's. Try. I don't know. Maybe it would have been respectful can, to do that. We can make the show a little bit lighthearted. Seems like hearted. Can we? Yeah. Can we tell some like knock knock jokes um, or something? How do you feel about flat earthers? Flat earthers? Yeah. That's a good question. How do you feel about flat earthers? Fucking retarded. Fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the flat. I think the Earth is not flat. It's a cube. It's what? It's a cube. It's a cube. Oh, the the time cube. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. Tell me more. Uh, there's this guy who's got the time cube theory, and um, he's written pages and pages and pages on. It. He's like, anyone who can disprove me, I'll give you ten thousand dollars. Time cube. Yeah, theory. I think that's what it is. And uh, nobody's disproved him because like his premises are so stupid, you can't even argue it. Okay. Like it's not coherent enough to argue. And then if you dig into it, it turns out he's just like a racist. And he says like, there's four sides of the cubes, and the white man's holding the cube now something i don't know what the fuck <laughs> but he, he was on the news and shit talking about his time cube theory okay. also okay here's the worst part okay okay his reason for why the earth is um like is a time cube is because there's like four sides to a cube and it's like no there's six and when someone says that he goes no that's the top and the bottom it's not a side Okay. So this is the level of uh, well, if you argument turn the cube, we're working on. Then, then what is it? Is it still the top and the bottom? Well, then the top and the bottom moves, I suppose. Yeah, but then the side. <laughs> Wh which way is up when you're looking at a cube? From where? Like, what is this guy's perspective from? I don't know. He's fucked. He's come up with this. I don't know. But flat earthers and people like the time cube guy, they uh -huh. interest me. Because there's a lot of flat earthers, right? It's like, what drives you to wanting many. to believe that shit? There's too many flat earthers. That's like astrology again, right? Uh, it doesn't have a lot of astrology to do with it. There's, there's not much astrology knowledge going into these flat earth conspiracies. No, but I mean, like, I think it's the same thing. It's like just willingly believing in this false stuff to try and give, like, a structure to your life. You know? Yeah, I don't know what it does for them. Like, the government's keeping the edges hidden from us, bro. <laughs> so nobody can fall off. I mean... Yeah, it's it's particularly weird, but I think I don't know. I think flat Earth is pretty funny. I like flat Earth. Mm. It's so brazenly dumb, and there's so many followers. Mm -hmm. There's too many, if you ask me. Um, how do you feel about people who hit their kids? Oof. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Were you ever spanked as a kid? No, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't have an emotional knee jerk here like mm -hmm. I'm sure it's real bad if you get hit by your parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think it um I wrote a paper on it, but like I'm not I'm pretty not convinced. Really? Yeah, that it's um you're gonna give your kids cycle yeah, basically what it comes down to if I was like gonna throw it really into layman's terms. Sure. Um if you are beat as a child or like physically disciplined, um, you're more likely to be financially successful. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but you're also 
highly more likely to be suicidal, do um, injection drugs, be an alcoholic, and have serious mood disorders. Interesting. Yeah. But that breeds success. Um, Monetary success. Through, yeah, like, cause, like, well, this is like where you you meet a lot of people who are like they have these great families, they have a big house, uh, they have all these material things that society tells them this is supposed to make you happy, and I have a great job, I make good money, but they're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. All stems from childhood that these issues they never dealt with. Could be. So do you? Yeah. Is it worth it? <laughs> no. Not in my no. opinion. But I think, well, I feel like that would just um, give you more of an edge to, if you don't have like a, a proper like nurturing upbringing where you're being, you're fearing your parents that much, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably like a good mindset for the business world, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> that's probably how you have to come to accept authority in the business world is right. these violent overlords and you just oh, gotta, yeah. I don't know. I can see how it primes people for that. <laughs> uh, coming as someone who's neither in the business world or was beaten as a child. <laughs> totally. But was um, a top agent in the Canadian military. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, if that strengthens your points in any way, you're a military motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, like I said, we should wrap this up. Yeah, it's sure. It's been a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for everything, man. Appreciate yeah, you coming out. We should do on. this again. Negative 12. Yeah. Cool. Till next time. All right. See ya. Cool, man.